new man characteristics, and a couple of statistics. It's Rhyme and Reason 565. There's a rhyme. Hey there, Tony here, and you might as well know up front, I'm going to preach a little bit, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go easy on you, sort of, and connect it to music. And the subject for the day is about your new man characteristics. So, ladies, don't listen to any more of this, okay? Get away from this. If you're, if you're a woman, a lady, just go ahead and turn it off. And don't even try to sneak a listen. From your man's mm, headphones or speakers, Mm-mm. this ain't for you because, well, you're not a man. So how could you ever hope to be a new one, right? Wrong. That was a test because even though this doesn't use that all-inclusive noun, whatever that would be, it includes everybody. And people used to understand that. But, you know, language is... So discombobulated, love that, that word, it's so discombobulated these days, language is, that even most college graduates don't know what the words mean anymore. But I digress. Anyway, are you ready to dive in to the Bible study? Good, here goes. How do you know, first off, what are good new man characteristics? Well, let's say a guy tells you, I've turned over a new leaf. I'm a new man. (laughs) Okay, fine. But just saying those words doesn't necessarily make it true. And how many people have fallen for that line from behind false lips? A pastor I used to know said, Truer words were never spoken through falser teeth. I love that line. But what if there were a set of identifiers that you could use to determine if you or someone else is a genuine New man. I mean, wouldn't that be handy? Well, guess what? There is a set of identifiers like that. If you want to know if someone truly is a new man, look for characteristics like he or she possesses tender mercies and kindness and humility and meekness and long-suffering. And also watch that new man to see if he or she is bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another. But most importantly, be sure you can tell that he or she has put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Yep, there it is again, that old love thing I'm always talking about, right? As much as it's mentioned in Paul's writings, you might get the impression it ranked pretty darn high in God's standards, and it does. In fact, it's numero uno. And for those of you who don't speak Mexican, that's tip-top, okay? Just in case you haven't clicked any of the links, you know, in the show notes that I've already shared, that uh, I'll tell you this, that the info comes straight from Colossians in the New Testament. Oh, no, he's talking about the Bible stuff again. (laughs) Well, that's where it is. And after all those identifiers and characteristics, Paul wrote what I call the Musician's Commission. It goes a little something like this. Actually, it goes just like this. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace 
in your hearts to the Lord. So, consider me singing to you today. Consider these spiritual things I say. I hope they go with you from place to place, from my heart to yours, musically, with God's grace. All right, I'll finish up with that. And thank you so much for tuning in. It's always brought to you by TonyFunderberg.com, where you can go get yourself a T-shirt, and you should go over there right now and get yourself a T-shirt that says, Life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life.